Oh, so welcome to the News of the Squared. Yay. Episode 51. There is no Ivan. Area 51. Do we have any aliens stories? I don't know. Do well, we let's find DJ, out. Do we have any DJ Buffet stories? <laughs> <laughs> any stories involving blueberry pie? We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. If you're wondering what we're talking about, the end of the Squares of the Round yeah. Table show, yeah. you'll find it. Yes. Uh, I, Ivan's never going to live this one down. Oh, in next fact, week he's in trouble. <laughs> that, I, he, and in fairness, it's not even us. Did that come? From, that came from Scott. Scott. Right? Scott was our our vigilant reporter uh, you know commentating on the uh, Ivan's Twitch channel. So you know what? I had a really bad idea. I had a really bad idea. We need we need Scott to come on and review Ivan's Twitch show. Okay. Well, we need to have. Well, I could Scott. watch it, and I could give you my review then. Yeah, but because <laughs> I tend to do that when I can. Yeah, well, okay. So you and Scott need to kind of do. Yeah, that'd be kind of something. Because Scott's gonna nail him on everything. <laughs> Scott will have no mercy, which is just mm. kind of amusing. Uh, okay, so what do we have? This what do we? We got a lot of stuff. Yes, week. many stories. We did tease last week from Scott. Our chief correspondent uh-huh. for News of the Squared. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, robbers got creative and uh, held up a place wearing masks made of, made of real watermelons. Okay. Okay, so nearly everybody's wearing a face mask these days following recommendations to slow the spread of the coronavirus. But I don't know about you, but there are times when I forget mine. I know what seems impro- ir- irresponsible. But I have a cloth mask that sometimes when I switch outfits, I leave with my previous jacket. Well, it didn't stop two men who decided to use hollowed-out watermelons as the perfect <laughs> way to remain unidentified while committing a crime. Maybe they were getting hungry. Yeah. They had to eat the insides out and get a little you know who that? You know what? That's what Ivan would do. Do you eat the seeds? No. Or, no, you spit the seeds out? I don't use the seeds, no. no. Okay, uh-huh. These two boneheads from... Louisa, Virginia, donned the hollowed-out melons with holes cut out for eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they entered a local gas station and convenience store called Sheets, with a Z, and made off uh-huh. with some goodies on May 6th. Were any of them Jolly Roger watermelon candy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Needs warm watermelons in my life. Yeah, very seriously. Uh, Louisa Police Department are asking for the public to, for help in identifying the suspects in a Facebook poach, post, which told people to reference the case... Melon heads. On May 16th, they updated the post with news that an arrest had been made. Whoa. Arrest had been made. 20-year-old Justin Rogers was arrested as one of the individuals involved in the heist. He faces charges of misdemeanor, larceny of alcohol, misdemeanor, possession of alcohol by an underage person, felony prohibition of wearing a mask. Huh. Felony prohibition of wearing a mask face covering in public. Wow, they have that in Virginia. Whoa. Really? And a moment, there's no word on if the other man had been arrested. Uh, I just really want to know how they caught the first guy. Yeah, really. And how they get the melons to not fall off while they were robbing the place. It's not easy being green. That's all I'm going to say about that. There are a couple of melon heads. It's funny. From the picture, I couldn't tell that those were eyes, but... No, they're, they're like eye I've, holes. I feel like I've seen this done before. Like, this isn't something that hasn't been done before, but 
Yeah, it's looked like maybe like three quarters of a watermelon had been with two eye holes. But yeah, no, I mean, it's hey, look, you know, if you got a spare watermelon sitting around and you need to rob a grocery store. I think think, uh, just take a a new sock and just cut it up and it'd be easier to make a mask. But the fact that they found one of them, like, like, how did they, the cops said, okay, who bought a watermelon in the last few weeks. I mean, could it really be that simple? You know, go to back to tracing back watermelon sales. You know what it is? Probably like grandma went into the refrigerator like, where my watermelon at? Someone took my watermelon. My grandson stole my watermelon. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, grandson. You ratted me out, grandma. You ratted me out, grandma. I was buying some, I was going to get some Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, and some Starburst or something. There's Skittles, yeah, watermelon Skittles. There's or... some gummy bears. Plenty yeah. of watermelon flavored items. Uh, vodka. Isn't there vodka? I'm sure there's all kind of fruit flavored yeah, uh, drinks you can get. So, yeah, well, well justice has been served. Uh, yeah. Watermelon flavored. Yeah, I was going to say, justice has been served in a side of watermelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe some pineapple later. Hey, did you see that thing? Somebody put banana on pizza. What the fuck? Dude, that is wrong. Oh, my God. I That's swear wrong. to God. It, 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 see, this is why you can't have pineapple on pizza. It's because then you got people doing this garbage. What are you thinking? I mean, okay, maybe you if thinking? you... I mean, maybe if we're talking about, like, a dessert pizza... Where it had like Nutella and that kind of stuff, sure. Yeah, I like, but I like bananas, but I don't like bananas on pizza. Well, that but is if it terrible. was like a, That's... Well, it was like I said, if it was like a dessert pizza where it wasn't like spaghetti sauce and all that kind of stuff, okay, fine, maybe that that might work. But spaghetti sauce, hmm. and, or, or tomato sauce, and bananas, and it cooks. And they're mushy. Ew. I don't know. No way. Uh-uh. No, 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 uh-uh. I'm not there. Uh, speaking of places I'm also not, or things I have not seen, uh, apparently, there, you know, look, there, there's a, there's a market, Mike, for a job that we have not been aware of. Uh, that apparently there's a cam girl that makes a living by signing dirty talk to deaf people. See, we talked about, like, they would have, like, subtitles on certain websites uh-huh. for certain videos that you know that service particular purpose for some people and this is a niche that well she's found a good place to help make some money on herself so yeah um good on her i um i'm looking at this i don't know what this translates to so um her name is crystal rivers and, I'm sure that I'm uh, sure that's a real name. Yeah, I'm positive. <clears throat> uh, and ironically, of course, from Florida. Yay, Florida woman! Yay! Yeah, yay! Two birds, one stone! Yay! <laughs> yes. Two dicks! Wow! You know, uh, literally. Uh, they say she can make up to seven. See, this has got to be a story from England. It says seven thousand pounds a month. I don't know what that is in American money. Um, I I'm sure I can do the. Quick little Google search, but I don't yeah. want to. Oh, I too much work. Ask. Too much research. Okay. Too much research for this show. Um, 
So apparently she became a fluent American Sign Language right after after a lesson at school and aged eight. Uh, inspired a learner. I guess she was inspired to learn it. So, uh, you know, she worked at Disney World and she used to use this and she began webcamming. Started signing her broadcast a couple of months ago when a deaf viewer turned in. Uh, wait, so wait, let me see if I get this right. She works at Disney World. Am I understanding this right? She works at Disney World and she does dirty talk cams for sign language. Well, she's not going to work for Disney for much longer. <laughs> well, maybe she's on furlough. Maybe that's why. Yeah, right. um, maybe. maybe. Uh, Crystal says, um, who is single, okay, I'm the only webcam model I know of who does American Sign Language. I'm open. I'm opening up a whole new world for people. I want all my fans to be able to properly communicate with me and not just have to sit and type. Uh, I do all sorts of cam of uh, sort all sorts on camera. Sometimes I'll sit and chat about my life. Sometimes I'll 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 live stream myself playing games. Sometimes I'll do more adult stuff like dance and flash my boobs. We're, we're more about the dance and flash the boobs, uh, or at least I am. Uh, I'll I'll sit I'll still sign along when I'm talking dirty or moaning. How do you sign moaning? I guess you can. Just the letter uh, O and then a few yeah. H's. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, it can be it can feel a bit silly, but that way all my fans can hear me. Uh, landing a job at Disney World when she was 18, Crystal, who grew up dreaming of joining the Peace Corps, recalled how delighted guests would be when she used American Sign Language. If customers, even if customer, even if her customers didn't respond to me, I tried signing just in case, and they were they were deaf or hearing impaired. Uh, their eyes would light up. Uh, well, apparently now she lights up something else. Uh, I can hear perfectly. I can hear perfectly myself. So lots of people ask me how I knew it, but the truth is, I just wanted to learn how to help people, uh, which is why you're also. Well, a she's helping. Yes. Like any any language, it took well. Okay, so this goes on for a while about this. Um, everyone wants to communicate. They certainly do. Okay, so uh, apparently she's been working at Disney World since she was in then her twenties. Someone talked to her about webcamming, and now she's doing this. Uh, she did quit with Disney. She does this oh, okay. full time. Okay. She does do this full time. So she went from Mickey to, to her own little Disney World. Uh, so, uh, like yeah. many child stars who started yes. out in Disney, they yes, yes. down uh, the dark path. She's she started. Let's see. Oh, here we go. She's averaging. Uh, it didn't take long to build up a fan base, but the idea of incorporating ASL into her raunchy videos came by chance when she was looking up how to say a particular word on camera one day. And in a sign language book she owned, uh, a user who had logged in to watch had asked her if she knew sign, sign language. So and the pair struck up a conversation leading to more and more deaf fans logging in to watch her. Now she makes, get this, 3000 to 6000 a month and can okay. take home as much as ten grand A month. A month. Good on her. Yeah. Oh hey, look, we've talked about before that there you know, there's a market for this kind of stuff and so yeah, I mean, more power to her. Uh that, and again, this is available on the Squares page 
you can check it out if you have somebody who you know might want some deaf loving um yeah. you know there there you go take that's take a, the watermelon off your head and go check out this candle. yeah yeah or bring hey come up walk over and say hey baby i got some watermelon for you i don't know <laughs> um Although that might fall into this next story, mm-hmm. I swear to God, half the fun of this story is 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 <laughs> half the fun of this next story is just the headline. Because I feel bad because the rest of it, I I, I feel bad because the rest of it's actually not that funny. It's just the whole idea of it that's funny, which is that adult film star Ron Jeremy fighting to save a tree. Outside of his childhood home in Queens. Man, oh man. Man just trying to save the planet. Trying, trying to, to save, save his wood. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's just about his wood. Leave it. I mean, I. Leave have, Ron's wood alone. He knows what to do with it. We. I had a. I posted. So this is what I posted on my personal page. I. I the, the comments were great. Um. Uh, it's like sometimes the jokes just write themselves, um, and we'll get to the we'll get to the legitimate story. It is a legitimate story, and in fairness, I actually felt for the guy. I mean, for the hedgehog, you know, he he. Uh, it seemed like it was a legitimate deal. Um, I gotta find these. Sorry, Mike. Give me a second. Yeah. Um, I gotta find how far back this went, but there was some good stuff. You know, this is what happens when you. The comment section sometimes is the best part of any article. Right. No, I mean the comment section. I'm like when I posted it to my right. page. Right. Um, I'm trying to find it here for a second. It's taking too much. Oh, by the way, apparently Chad Johnson, the the former Cincinnati Bengal uh, whiteout, tipped a thousand dollars to a business. By the way. Yeah, it was a restaurant that they opened, and he left a nice note and a one thousand dollar tip. Yeah. Which apparently um, I don't know. Well, that good on him. Ocho Cinco, man. Yeah, Ocho Cinco. Um, Cinco Ocho. But uh, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Eventually we'll get there. Here it is. Aha, that took a little longer than I thought. Uh, some of the comments that I got from people when I kind of was like, so many jokes, so many jokes, which was uh, one from an individual. Uh, Jeremy fighting hard, fighting hard to keep wood. Adult film at 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, every time he steps outside, there is a tree in his yard. <laughs> Could get a stiff fine for that. Oh. Uh, Namas wood. You know that. You know that piece of wood used to be a, a tiny flaccid succulent before it met Rod. <laughs> uh, when, when the game would, wait, when the wood would game over. Okay, I don't know about that one, but yeah, that one wasn't so good. But um, so in fairness, this is a, a real deal story, and, and I. But there's just too many jokes where it's like Ron Jeremy protecting his wood or helping out his wood, or you, you know that that's Ron Jeremy, sixty-seven. Jeez, I didn't realize he was that old. We had I mean, even, though, even even the articles like porn stars beloved wood getting axed. Oh. I mean, everybody's getting into this. It's like hey, here, city said that Ron Jeremy, sixty-seven year old wood, is in poor condition. Now, why you got to be that way to the guy? Come on, man. Um, He's a legend. A spokesperson 
for for hey, look, he has betted some amazing women uh, that you and I would love to you know spend five well, seconds with back in their day. I'm sure they were, or even now. Well, some now, yeah. Even now, a couple I mean, of now they be cougars, is, you know. Yeah, well, not even cougars. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, for all I know, he's getting eighteen-year-old shoot. Um, <clears throat> not including not including the ones uh, in sign language. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, and he, he certainly doesn't need to wear watermelon on his head to do it. Although, nope. you know, I think some of the women might prefer that. Um, a spokesperson for the Department of uh, Parks and Recs told the Chronicle, the Queen's Chronicle, that its foresters inspected a 23-inch diameter tree on May 1st and found it to be less than half the tree's canopy remains. Right. And a few branches are left likely to fall, but do not pose an imminent threat because of status. It would need to be taken out sometime in the future. Jeremy, who said the tree was planted by his father in 1953, the day the adult superstar was born, Aww. was devastated to hear the news. I used to cuddle. Oh, God. Really? Used to cuddle his wood. He used to. Come on, Ron. You ought to know better by now. I used to cuddle the tree all the time. The tree and me were born the same day. Me and the tree have a kinship. We used to hug it all the time. God, there's so many things to say there. Just so many. Mm. Uh, You know, a man in his wood. Leave it alone. Uh, Jeremy told the the Chronicle May 18th, securing himself a bona fide tree hugger. Uh, He... uh, You know, when you got wood, you got to do something. Uh, He also said he used to spend days climbing its trunk and throwing acorns at passersby (laughs) from the shade of the foliage. Uh, Currently in California, Jeremy turned turned to the power of the Internet to save his friend. I need your help to save save my tree. Good Lord. Please let Con Edison know that they cannot tear down this tree. Please help me save my tree. Uh, Con Anderson actually responded, we understand your concern. However, we are not involved with this tree's pruning or the removal job. Please reach out to NYC Parks and Rec's department for more information. Uh, uh, the Parks and Rec spokesperson said the energy company will provide clearance prior to the tree's removal because some of its branches are close to power lines. Yeah, you can, uh, yeah, you can trim it, but if it's more than half dead, then I don't know, man. Doesn't that, sound... You know, every line that people, you know, when you're talking to somebody who's Ron Jeremy and you're talking to him about a tree, you really need to be careful about everything you're going to write or what you're going to say. Like, here's something from the spokesperson. We appreciate Mr. Jeremy's personal attachment Okay. to the tree in front mm-hmm. of his childhood home. Come on, man. Well, he's not wrong. He has a personal yeah. attachment to it. Yes, I'm sure he. Oh God, our city street, our city street trees are not just environmental assets; they also connect us to our roots. Oh Jesus shit! Christ, <laughs> reminding us, reminding us of the people and places we love. I'm sure it does. Mm. I'm telling you. Well, people need to really consider. Uh, the, the star sent out a second tweet of him hugging and kissing the tree along with further requests to save it. Uh, this time tag, tagging... Oh, great. Not only did he tag the Parks Department, he tagged Mayor de Blasio, Bill de Blasio. 
I'm sure that went over well. Uh, let's see. Did he, according to this, his body of work eventually made him the number one porn star of all time, according to adult video news? Well, he is a legend. Yeah, but number one? Well, I mean, he was there, like, in the, in the, you know, though there were stag films in the 70s and then in the 80s, they went to video cassette, and that's when the porn business took off, right? Yeah, that's that's what I learned from Boogie Nights. Yeah, uh, Jeremy's love for the tree is so strong he considered catching a flight to Queens to visit it once again. He's going to go to Queens to visit his wood. Uh, oh, God. To support, show support for Jeremy, an anonymous individual under the user the name Josh Loves Rod's Tree, began a petition on change.org for calling for the rescue of the tree. Save Rock Jeremy's tree. Is there a link to the change.org? Oh, God. We've got to see how many people signed it. Uh, uh, as of this writing, as of this article, 84 of the sig- 84 signatures of the 100 goal. You know they you know they crushed that thing. You know that they had to crush it. Um, God, this is... That- See, the problem is, I, I actually feel for the guy. I get it. I totally understand. And well, yet, if he if he, he should have bought the property, right? I mean, I don't, I don't if it is his childhood I, home, then I presume he bought it just to preserve the tree. That's why he's on the property. Well, I guess let's go for the trifecta of, of man, this week is all the dirty adult stories. I'm no, that's why I'm letting you read them. I know. Because <laughs> I'm classy. Yeah, your message, care of Jeff Stein. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so this one from the USA Today. Pole dancing and hand sanitizer. Women, Wyoming strip club reopens. Masks on, clothes off party. Okay, look. Just, you got to be kidding me. Look, I'm all for strip clubs. You know I'm a strip club guy. You know that I'm happy to go to gentlemen's clubs. This is just silly. But it's Wyoming, so here Well, with go. the mask uh, on, the droplets will have a less chance of reaching you. But Okay, but their clothes are... Okay. Well, if she's wearing a thong... Then, yeah. And I'll probably mean... Well, but they're going to take their clothes off. I mean, like, if you're, you know, like, armed, okay, you know, so, contact, like, with limbs. Like, I you're not... I'm, all I can say is the Admiral Theodore in Chicago shouldn't have a problem. They don't get near anybody anyway when they dance. Yeah, we're on the verge of reopening somewhat here in Illinois next yeah. week. So, well, that's just a shot at the Admiral anyway. Um, <laughs> the the Den, one of the first strip clubs to reopen, is one of the first strip clubs to reopen in the country. Uh, club Friday night through a masks on, clothes off party. Uh, this is Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, Cleo Crumple cuts her yeah. Cleo counts out crumpled bills, straightening them. Uh, $22, not too bad, says the 23-year-old. I want to see who the 23-year-old looks like. But um, all around her are more than a dozen naked, really? dozen naked women are dancing around on stage, swinging their hips. As customers shower the dancers with money, it's it's like any other night at this rural club on on the Wyoming... Colorado border with one notable exception. The dancers are bare are all wearing barely their outfits. 
Every one of them is wearing a mask. This is just... I mean, I understand for some of these women they haven't made any money in a while. But The CDC like, doing the resting bitch face and the the owner of the club is like, what, what? <laughs> like, like, for example, it's like, like here, this this girl that they talked to, and she's ready to make even more if she if it brings her far closer to the customers than the state's six-foot social distancing guidelines. According to her quote, I feel like my makeup is sweating off sweating off under this thing uh, as she adds from behind her banana and then looks up at the music and goes, oh, that's my song, gotta go. Okay. Uh, Cleo didn't want to use her real name because of potential harassment. No shit. Uh, climbers up on five-inch pole heels and okay, that's not nearly important. Um, so apparently they're like the first strip clubs to open in the country in the United States uh, and they had a mask on close off party uh, because Wyoming has had so few cases to say health officials on Friday allowed most businesses to reopen, including sit down restaurants and bars, which is how the den is licensed. <laughs> Likely due to its large size and small population. Wyoming has only had a few Caracas cases. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm just kind of looking at this. I can't believe this. Oh, so the owner is a woman. Interesting. So she says she doesn't feel completely secure in reopening, but she's felt she had no choice but to open alongside other bars uh, in Cheyenne. Some are, are some which started serving at 9 a.m. Uh, the den shut down after Easter. Yeah, alcohol consumption is up like 300% in the country since the lockdown. Oh, apparently. The, okay, so here's the kicker. This woman did not get stimulus money, did not get the, the small yeah, the business Yeah, the small protection. business loan or whatever from there the stimulus the real uh, this. bill that they passed, yeah. Right, so there's the real answer. The real answer is is that they wouldn't be open if she had gotten the small yeah, business Did you get loan. your stimulus check? I did, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I did. Come on. Yeah. I got mine a while ago. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's open. So let, the, let's recap, shall we? We have a... a a woman who does sign language for the deaf, who does dirty talk. We we found that out that Ron Jeremy wants to save his tree and his wood. And uh, apparently, uh, if you really need to, to, to get your boogie on with some half-naked women, or fully naked women, you can go out to Wyoming and, you know, just have fun with yeah. the strippers out there. And so there's now, all that. And we got this one now from BuzzFeed here. Apparently, a woman has made a huge... Sparkly sculpture of a clitoris. Oh, you got that one? Yes. Yes. And it's the, she calls it the glitterous. Uh, this article on BuzzFeed. All, Ali Sebastian Wolf is an artist from Sydney, Australia. And there's a picture of her with her latest artwork. It's like, it's a large... Yes, it is. I guess that is what it is. 100 to 1 scale God. model of a clitoris. Yes. Painted gold and covered in glitter and sequined nerves. Uh, so it's like, it's like, you know, some kind of vascular kind of look to it. Wolf says the glitterous was made to educate people on part of the body that is still greatly misunderstood. She says it's political and feminist, but also a celebration, she said. It's a hell of a lot of playful fun. Under the surface, it's so much more. It's a glorious spaceship 
looking creature with 8,000 nerves that can swell to three times its size <laughs> in moments. Yes, it's a it's glorious It's set creature. to be exhibited in a Sydney bar and art space, the Bearded Tit. I got... What? Yeah. Uh, it's the place is bearded, called the Bearded Tit. The Bearded Tit. The exhibition will also feature performances by a group called Clitorati, uh, okay. described by Wolf as Bejeweled princess, Priestesses of the Clit. Amen, sister. Yeah, she's like a... Like, kind of like a gold and purple jumpsuit with blue hair kind of looking like Lady Gaga and she's holding this huge thing over her head and it's it's yeah it's it's it is it well it she certainly said, makes it easier to find a clitoris now that's right the world will be a happier healthier place when this shape is as familiar as the old John Thomas Wolf said John Thomas I think you mean like Ron means, you mean like Ron Jeremy's tree right I think that's what she's referring to okay so, okay, go to so her we the, need to have this next to Ron Jeremy's tree. Yes. There, have her fly her in with her glitterous uh-huh. and put it next to Ron Jeremy's wood. Or we could transplant the wood so that it could travel with the tr- with, with the with the giant glitterous. Hmm. Might bring that tree back to life. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it would stimulate the I think it would stimulate yes. the sculpture. The glitterous. Right. Whatever. And um, by the way, I think I read the wrong one, by the way, for the Rod Jeremy thing, but that's okay. okay. That's all right. It's okay. That, I think that way I read the updated, but... Okay, uh, that was the... Okay, the update, okay. That was the update. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, bumper... Okay, so here's how one... This has got to be a Florida story, right? Or nope. is this a... Uh, this is... Uh, is this Baltimore? This is Baltimore? Yes, right? Ocean it's City Baltimore. up by Baltimore. Yeah. Right outside of Baltimore. So apparently... There was a um, apparently one of the one of the, one of the Ocean City restaurant uh, decided to use bumper tables made of inner tubes to enforce social distancing. This is actually quite clever. I I give them all the credit in the world for this one. Um, an event planning company in Baltimore has unveiled a unique way to socialize while practicing social distancing during the the Corona uh, pandemic, uh, the revolution, uh, revolution event and design production created what was called a bumper table, a table with wheels attached to the bottom of its legs and surrounded by inflatable bumper, inflatable tube, inner tube. Uh, the creation keeps participants six feet from each other, but allows them the opportunity to talk, eat or drink in social settings. Uh, yeah, there's a video from the website off the old Baltimore Sun where they're wheeling themselves uh, down a ramp from a trailer of a truck, uh-huh. and yeah, this looked like they got a big table around them. It's like those 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 things you put the babies in so they uh-huh. can walk around. Yeah, those stroller things. And I thought, so let me see if I got this right. We have now become like those little babies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, see, originally when I looked at the picture, you know, I didn't realize that. I thought that was water. Like, they were in, like, bumper boats and they were in, like, the water, but that's nope. not water at all. Nope, they're just uh, in, like, an open lot or something. That better, I wonder how you fit people, I mean, because not everybody's the same size. I don't think I'd fit in there. Yeah, there's a certain diameter of, uh... 
hole in the center. And then there's like a table around it with the inner tube on the outside. So you can put your food or drink or whatever. Social distancing. Hooray. We've talked about Ron Jeremy's wood. Now we're going to talk about baloney smugglers caught at the border. (laughs) Border agents in in border agents seized 590 pounds of smuggled baloney and cold cuts in Texas in two different incidences. Uh, the first uh, took place. I want, hey, maybe this is what happened to the guys with the watermelons. Yeah, they were stealing cold cuts in the watermelon mm-hmm. helmets. Yes. Or possibly. Or, yeah. Uh, the first incident took place in May, back in mid-May. Uh, at the uh, Yeltsa Port of Entry, a driver of a GMAC Acadia arrived from Mexico. The driver initially did not declare any agricultural or food items primary to inspection. Uh, the vehicle was referred to a secondary inspection where where 35 rolls of pork... 35 bologna. rolls. How do you hide 35 rolls of pork bologna? That's 350 pounds, by the way. Jesus and nine rolls of pork poultry cold cuts. Ninety nine. It's like pounds. those huge ass, like huge rods you see at the deli. How do you How hide do you that? To, forget that. How do you like? What do you have to declare? Oh, I got nothing. Not four hundred fifty pounds. Not the five hundred pounds of cold cuts you got in the back yeah. with the rear tires way down, or the back of the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, they obviously saw. The vehicle sagging Cover, down or something. Covered like in that. blankets and items. How do you miss it? <laughs> blankets. Blankets. So wait, let me see if I got this right. Now you got hot meat. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Okay. Uh, the second incident apparently happened on the bridge the following day. The so the next day. The very next day. Bridge of America's <laughs> the tire. A, to- a driver of Toyota Sienna. Arrived from Mexico and did not declare any goods. Uh, they found 141 pounds of bologna mix, mixed with clothes in the rear storage area. Uh, the meats in both incidents incidents were destroyed by agents. Oh. Well, technically, they have to. Uh, people are prohibited in, bring in, in bringing in, in meats because they are made from pork and poultry. The potential for introducing animal, yeah, animal yeah, diseases. diseases. You're right, right. Wait, wait, well, then why are we allowed? They got to go through meat? proper channels, I guess. Why are we around? Like I, I mean, said, would you we... eat a bologna sandwich from bologna that was in a guy's car for like half a day? No. Yeah, me neither. Especially if it sounds like it's not been refrigerated. Yeah. Right. Uh, what else we got? What else we got here? Uh, see, this is, here's an example of stuff I don't get. Explain this one to me. You and your friends have to try to survive Jason at this campground in Arizona. Well, it's like the, for Halloween time, you know? Because there's a place out in the west, the west of, by me, where they have like a zombie survival kind of thing, where you, they'll give you like an air gun or whatever. And you can go and shoot zombies that are coming at you, like the like zombie apocalypse. This just doesn't sound like... This doesn't sound like fun to me. Yeah, this ain't Diggerland. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's, that's 100% true. Not Diggerland. Survive Slasher Camp. 
survived slasher camp and the folks over at Sla- have a new property, one that's not full-grown campground, but the property will offer various wide variety of slasher scenarios guaranteed to freak out even the biggest horror films. Can you survive the night? So, yeah, they apparently they page. do. Yeah, it's on the Facebook page. Like I said, to me... No, it's not my thing. You know, you know three, three, neither three, of us are big horror fans. So. Yeah, well, I'm a fan of, of big horrors, but not big horror, big, big, not big horror fans. Yes. Uh, what about ones that uh, can use sign language? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. A few of them have used sign language with me before. There's one sign I totally understand. There are a couple others too. Now that I think about it. Well, in more food news story, we talked about the. The baloney getting yeah. smuggled over the border, and they were not uh, wasn't a good smuggler either. He had uh, probably owes job of the Hudson money. Yep. Uh, this this from uh, WJLA. Apparently, a semi has spilled forty thousand pounds of mac and cheese on a Tennessee interstate. Jeez, please. Out of Nashville, this out of uh, WZTV. Traffic was a mess last Wednesday morning when an overturned tractor trailer spilled 40,000 pounds of macaroni and cheese onto an interstate in Nashville. Wow. That's a lot of mac and cheese. Photos show the food spilled in the interstate of the I-24, I-40 merge. No injuries were reported. Both the semi and the mac and cheese were expected to be cleaned up by early afternoon. Middle Tennessee saw two other food-related incidents, uh, incidences, accidents, just days before. On Monday and Tuesday, a tractor-trailer hauling frozen chicken and another hauling pumpkin pie caught on fire. Fire. Chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. Now, do you put hot dogs, like, in with the mac and cheese? Bacon. Do you put a meat or something, some, like bacon or something bacon. in the mac and cheese? Maybe Sometimes put bacon in chicken. It? Sometimes chicken. Chicken? Really? Yeah. Okay. I can make it work. Yeah, sometimes we just have, like, hot dogs and mac and cheese. That was one of my dad's favorite meals. Pepperoni is a possibility sometimes. A little bit. But mac and cheese, yep. 40,000 pounds of I think mac we got, and cheese. What we got? We got uh, this one. Something from you about tasteful science? Mm-hmm. What is this? Uh, lick... This lickable screen can recreate almost any... What is this? This lickable screen can create almost any taste or flavor without eating food. Well, doesn't that defeat the point? It's like tasteable television. It's like... Why would I... If you want to taste what what's on your TV screen or something. Yeah, but then what if I want more? Sorry. What if I want to eat it? It's for the whole viewing experience. Like sometimes you'll be in like most of those some of well, those movie the, theaters. Well, well, they have the what, they what have happens? like the smoke and they'll have like smell things you can smell. Mm-hmm. Like if they, like if there's a gunfight, they'll put like a an odor in the the in the theater where you'll smell like you know sulfur or from from gunshot fire. And like smokes from a smoke machine, and you can move the chairs or something like a full interactive experience like in the movies. This way, you can taste stuff. Does that mean they're going to have a golden clitoris I can touch and do this with? I wouldn't know how to taste. I don't know you get programmed into this. But no matter how they may make you feel, licking your gadgets and electronics is never recommended unless you're a researcher from the Meiji University in Japan who has invented what's being described as a taste display that can artificially recreate any flavor 
by triggering the five different tastes on a user's tongue. So it was inspired by how easily our eyes can be tricked into seeing something that technically doesn't exist, but the screen you're looking at uses microscopic pixels made up of red, green, and blue elements that combine into varying intensities to create full-color images. Yes, we know this. Uh, Home Michiata is the... Uh, she's created the Norimaki Synthesizer. So uh, she's wondered whether the similar approach could be made to trick the tongue, which is why their synthesizer is also referred to as a taste display. Uh. So the color-coded gels made from agar formed from the sharp shape of long tubes. So you like it's like like a microphone. You kind of like lick the end of it, and then it'll, it'll create different. You know, using glycine to create the taste of sweet citric acid, acidic sodium chloride for salty, magnesium chloride for bitter, glutamic sodium for savory umami. When this device is pressed against the tongue, the user experiences all five tastes at the same time, but specific flavors are created by mixing those tastes in specific amounts and intensities. Uh. Like the RGB pixels on a screen, to accomplish this, the prototype is wrapped in copper foil so that it was when held in hand and touched to the surface. It forms an electrical circuit eh, through the human body, yeah. facilitating Jesus. a technique known as electrophoresis. Phoresis. Oh, Let's, um, yeah, so now you can taste what's on the TV screen. Great. And then watching have... uh, Dives and Diners with Guy Fieri, and you can lick along with what he's eating. Or or maybe you can just get Drag Delivery to deliver it from uh, the Queen's Restaurant that delivers food with a side of fabulous! Uh, this is from NBC New York. This more crazy shit going on started. in Queens, man. Yeah, more, yeah. As they start yeah, maybe they're out there trying to save Ron Jeremy's wood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so apparently, uh, restaurants complete as restaurants compete for delivery. One Mexican restaurant in Queens is trying to set itself apart by offering a drag show with every order with every order delivered. That's kind of amazing. Um, Fresco Cantina in Queens has always been known for a good time. Drag queens are regulars, and their performances are part of the must see dining experience. Uh, after the virus hit, the restaurant owners had an idea. If they if their customers can't see them, see come to see them, they'll drag the drag queens will come to the customers. And they're not so, getting, okay. getting dragged around. They're just uh-huh. they're they're just dragging. Uh, customers who place a fifty dollar or more order can select a drag deliverer and will be treated to the must to much more than tacos and guacamole. Um. Like I said, it's just a matter of yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll bring you a giant golden clitoris too, and save Ron Jeremy's wood while they're at yeah, it. Yeah, while wearing a watermelon mask. Yes, the watermelon mask might help. Yeah, and if you don't yeah, know what um, watermelon tastes like, you can use the uh, yeah, use the, the other uh, Miyazaki uh, synthesizer. Yeah, no, no, that sounds like a plan. I think we could do that. I think we could do all that. Yeah. I guess that's it, right? Yeah, no, I don't got any more. Unless DJ Buffet is going to show up. <laughs> Put some blueberry pie. Yeah, well, that's you know that's how we do this. We should do it that way. We should. Uh, yes, there's the there's a thought. Ivan can't eat food. He has to lick that thing to figure out what about the synthesizer that made yeah. Japan. Taste the pastries while he spins his record. You can see Ivan Twin spin his records on Twitch. 
It's Jive and Ivan with an A. That's J A V A N and Blueberry Pie. J A V A N I V A N on Twitch.tv or download the app, and you can watch him spin his records. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe, you get new content. Of course, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Of course, that's where you yeah, can see all these crazy stories on Facebook. Shout out to Scott. Scott. And of course, download this podcast onto your mobile device or whatever thing you're listening to this show on through Apple, Podbean, Anchor, Spotify. Email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, man. I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm feeling the need for some blueberry pie. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know. Or well, maybe, uh, maybe I need the licking thing to figure out what I want to eat. I don't know. Um, we should save Ron Jeremy's wood, though. I think that's important. I mean, sign that uh, change.org. Yeah, well, no, I think there's other ways to do that, too. And save the clitoris. Wait, I don't think the that's clitoris. a problem. That's in Australia. Yeah, or whatever. They should bring that to that strip club. That'd be good. Or have People the drag queens bring it around. Yeah, seriously. Now, there you go. Have the drag queens drive around the giant... With the glitterous, yes. Yes, yes. And 100 they, they to have, 1 scale. Yes, and then they bring it to Ron Jeremy. Childhood home of Ron Jeremy. And then and you can up. have someone sign language the yeah. uh, describing there, there, the whole situation to you. Yes, yes. And dirty talk. You know, it's fairness. We, we've talked about... You're right, we did talk about this, where it's like how bad... How they don't have any of like that stuff at the bottom for odd like different porn and stuff like that. And very just considering how bad what we get for normal TV. Yeah, God, even porn would be worse than that. I mean how much can you screw up? Uh 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 Okay, that was a little Oh baby. Oh baby. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Catch y'all next time. Take it easy folks. Stay safe. Mm, bye. <laughs>